I hope you're as excited as I am for another episode of Good News, Positive Views. This is Sean Curry, your host, and this is episode 15. Today's show has a full slate of great things going on and some positive outcomes that I'm excited to share with you all. For example, saving mountain lions, a one-of-a-kind mayor, a special treat long overdue, and good deeds galore. But before we get started, give me a like, give me a follow, and share with a friend. Now, let's get to it. Okay, our first story of the day is entitled, A Safe Crossing for All Furry Friends. Earth Day was on April 22nd, which is two Sundays ago. It's a time to raise awareness about ways to keep our planet healthy and our wildlife safe. There's all kinds of ways to do this, but one way is to intelligently use our land and keep the wildlife safe. Well, this story is a great example of being able to do both these, both these things at once. A California crew recently broke ground this past week on a humongous wildlife crossing that's taking place in Santa Monica Mountains. This crossing is going to allow wildlife, like mountain lions for example, or deer, or rabbits, or whatever else is living out there in California hills, to cross safely without the fear of being hit by traffic. It's also a way to allow humans and wildlife to stay at a safe distance from one another, so accidents don't occur either way. Called the Wallace-Annenberg Wildlife Crossing, after their major funder, the Annenberg Foundation, this crossing is going to be massive, and it's going to go over the 101 freeway there. It's going to be 165 feet wide and 10 feet above the freeway. So, I'm guessing those tractor trailers are going to have clearance, thankfully. They're also going to put create sound barriers and camouflage. And they do this, apparently, to encourage animals to use this bridge by shielding the noise that would come from traffic that you would typically see. Remember, this is going over an interstate. So, I'm very excited to see what this is going to look like. Um, and it's quite, quite a marvel. This, this phenomenon, in fact, is going to be completed by 2025. I'm sure the construction, which has gotten started, um, it's going to be quite a sight to see for um, traffic goers. So, why are they doing this? Well, mountain lion populations in the state of California have been going down, and they're very close to becoming a endangered, an endangered species. And a major reason for this is human interaction. There's been buildup of roads that are separated forests and creating habit or excuse me, and creating hazards for these predators. Also humans are hunting them, um, are hitting them, and uh, overall it's just not a great conducive environment for these mountain lions. So while we may not want to be face to face with one of these big animals, it's important to keep their um, numbers healthy. And this is important to allow the ecosystem to be able to work at its best rate. This is just quite an amazing feat and I'm really looking forward to seeing the pictures. Next up, one interesting mayor. So 
I'm a fan of the podcast Stuff You Should Know. It's one of the top podcasts in the world and it's been around for more than a decade. Each week they talk about a new topic that's quite interesting to say the least. In fact, I just listened to one today about the Christine Collins story and Google that at the end of this podcast. It's quite an interesting story to say the least. Well, a couple weeks ago they did a short on animal politicians. No, not the donkeys or the elephants or even the bull mooses that you're thinking of, but actual real animals that held public office. And today's story is an example of just that in a place that's going to make all of us sweat. Hell, Michigan is one interesting place. It was first settled back in 1838, and it got its namesake thanks to its founder, George Reeves. How? Well... Reeves would pay the local farmers for their grain in exchange with whiskey. So this led their wives to state, he's gone to hell again, when asked where their husbands were during harvest season. And sure enough, that name stuck. Well, anyway, nowadays, anyone can be mayor of hell for a day for just $100. If you want to be mayor, you pay up and you receive a proclamation certificate, a souvenir mug, a souvenir t-shirt, and at the end of the day, a certificate of impeachment. You'll also, in order to be mayor, you have to be a resident of hell. So you're going to own one whole square inch of property in hell. (laughs) Well, a black cat with quite an appearance was recently named the mayor of hell for the day. Jinx is mildly famous. This black cat has over 700,000 followers on TikTok and more than 400,000 on Instagram. And man, that's incredible. I'm just trying to break a thousand. She's known for her huge eyes and odd angled feet. The vet, though, said that there's nothing wrong with her other than the odd appearance. However, She's quite the sight to see, and on April 24th, she was named the Mayor of Hell. Add that to her quite impressive resume of being a cat with a whole lot of followers. Next up, having her cake and eating it too. There's nothing quite like coming home from school on your birthday and finding a homemade cake waiting for you on the kitchen counter. And man, I have some memories of some delicious cake and unique shapes from a football to Spider-Man. Well, one 13-year-old Italian girl had hers taken from her, sadly, many, many years ago. But this past week, she was regifted it. Marie Mayon was 13 years old in 1945 during World War II. And in her hometown, there was fighting going on all over with Americans fighting off the Nazis at the rear end of the war. However, Marie's mom made her a cake for her special day anyway. She really wanted to make her feel special despite all the hardship she's endured in her short, short life. Unfortunately, it was taken from her by some presumably hungry Americans who, while doing their paces and walking their terrain, found it cooling on a windowsill. Well, fast forward to today, and somehow the DOD, the Department of Defense, had records of this action occurring, 
and they had some soldiers deliver to Marie a new cake for her now 90th birthday. And with this story, there's a really neat video that goes along with it, and you can find it in our show notes with our sources. Um, it's really quite a tearjerker. Marie is so thankful and thought it was a very kind gesture to make her a new cake. And they also sang happy birthday to her, in Italian, of course, in her Vicenza neighborhood. So I'm glad we were able to at least get Marie a cake, even if it was 77 years later. On to our good deeds of the week. And yes, I put an S at the end there. It's entitled Rescues Galore. For today's, or for this week's good deeds, I came across a theme. There were nearly half a dozen stories highlighting people and animals being rescued. And these were definitely some exciting reads for me, and I'm just sharing the highlights with you all today. First up, Firefighters rescued a man in Tennessee who was not so high on life. This guy was 50 feet up on a lift, busy trimming his trees, but one of the branches fell and hit the controls, causing it to malfunction and force him to be stuck up there. Thankfully, though, the man was within earshot of his family. So his family were able to call up the local firefighters, and I can only imagine what that phone call was like. And the firefighters were able to come and get down to business. And four hours later, this man who was stuck up on his lift was able to get down safely. Great job, guys. The next story is thanks to a Florida deputy. Deputy William Pazinski responded to a house fire that was raging by the time he arrived. Pazinski quickly got down to business. He had to scale up this building to the second floor, leap in, and he found a mother and two-year-old who were trapped. He was able to grab the two-year-old, bring her down, and then go up and get the mother as well, and safely bring them home. And what's really cool is that they were reunited later this, that week, and were able to get to meet each other on better terms. Alright, next up is Lexi. And Lexi is a playful 12-year-old who recently found herself in quite a predicament. She had been playing with her mom on a California for in a California forest when suddenly she fell into a 12-foot hole. Her mom was terrified and so was so was she and they called for help. Thankfully, firefighters responded timely and they were able to get Lexi out safe and sound. The one cute thing I forgot to mention was that Lexi was actually a German Shepherd. So glad we were able to get this good girl out so she can go back to playing with her mom. Finally, a good deed from New Jersey. A construction worker was busy doing his job when suddenly he was hit by a mound of dirt thrown by an excavator. And quickly, he found himself unconscious at the bottom of a septic tank. Now, that's a stinky situation. Thankfully, though, the fire department came, they were able to get this fella out, rescue him, and take him to urgent care to make sure there was no serious damage done. And thankfully, there wasn't. So, these are just a few of the many good deeds that I saw this week. And um, again, you can find in our show notes more of these amazing rescues that I've read up on. 
finally, our life tip of the week. And our life tip is on the benefits of outdoor time. Now, this is an interesting topic, especially considering we end up spending most of our days now inside, likely in front of a screen, and we may not get near as much outdoor time as we used to when we were kids, um, or even generations prior if you're a kid now. But this isn't too great for our health. There's a lot of really great benefits to outdoor time. So I'm going to name just a couple and explain more about why we should go outside. First off, sunshine is like an anti-depression drug that you don't need a prescription for. That's right. Something about being outside, getting that fresh air and those rays of sun, it brings us out. It releases endorphins and it really brings us up, especially um, coming out of the winter. You may have heard of seasonal depression disorder and that is a real thing. Um, I recently had a friend who was a Floridian who moved to the DC metro area and experienced winter for the first time. And this person was depressed and they were wondering, why am I so depressed during the winter time? So we had to let them in on the well-known secret in the Northeast that seasonal depression disorder is a real thing and sunshine can help alleviate that. Next up, it gives us vitamin D. Vitamin D is important for immune functions, it's important for our overall health, and it also can help battle depression. Now, our bodies get vitamin D through sunshine and sunlight, believe it or not. There are supplementations, which are good, especially during the winter time when we might be stuck inside more. But you do need some outdoor time to be able to get the amount of vitamin D that you need for your body to function at its best performance. What's interesting is that depending on your skin tone, you need more sunshine, um, or you need more or less sunshine to get the amount of vitamin D that you need. The darker your skin complexion, the more time you need to be outdoors. <clears throat> Next up, being outside is good for your eyes. Like I said earlier, we spend a lot of time with our screens and there's a rising number of people, especially children, who are becoming nearsighted because they're spending so much time in front of screens. An easy way to fix this is to be outside more. When you're outside, you get exposed to different levels of light, your eyes are looking at different distances, and overall, it's just a better environment for your eyes. Now, put on your eyeglass or your uh, sunglasses, of course especially on a bright sunny day or if you're spending an extended amount of time outside in the sunlight because it can't, too much of those UV rays could be harmful. In addition, it's easy exercise when you're outside. Going for that walk and just relaxing, you know, when you're not sitting as like a, uh, like a vegetable uh, in front of the TV and you're moving around a little bit, that's really, really important, and it's an easy way to get some exercise in to keep you healthy and keep blood flow going as well, um, and doing stuff outside is just more fun. Finally, it leads to better brain function. There's been some studies that have shown that more time outdoors increases our levels of concentration, creativity, and improved mental clarity, so we're able to focus and have clear thoughts about what we're trying to do throughout the day.
So, if this isn't enough for you to get some more outdoor time, I challenge you to look more into it and Google yourself because there are so many great things that you get out of being outside more. Okay, we're at the end of this week's episode. I really hope you enjoyed our episode today. And again, I'm trying to be more conversational. Um, If you uh, have any thoughts or any questions, send me a message, drop a review. And please give me a like and subscribe and tell a friend. Spread the good news that's going on out there. There's a lot of great things going on, and a lot of it just doesn't get reported as well as it could. So I challenge you to spread all the good in the world. Until next time, this is Sean Curry on Good News, Positive Views. Have a great week, everyone.